Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, thanks again for listening to Japan According to Akio. This is episode number seven.、Um, tonight, this time, We, you know, I give you the compl- a completed version of an episode I tried to record a few days ago when I was, you know, unceremoniously interrupted by my family suddenly coming back into the house.、Um, but this time I give you what I intended to give you, where I give you the full, lengthy, detailed story, the, all the gory details of、uh, how I ended up here in Japan. Way, way back in 2004. I can't believe it was that long, but hey, it has been.、Um, and then I wrap up my Halloween discussion.、Um, part three, I give you the ugly truth about Halloween in Japan, or at least what I, my take on it, how I see it. But again, it's just one man's opinion. But、um, you know, it's only two topics, no article this time,、um, but、uh, I think you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of You know, you, you can kind of see how I ended up here,、um, get my take on、um, what I see going on, the macro picture, if you will, about Halloween as well. So, as always, I hope you enjoy it.、Uh, tell me what you think and enjoy. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? We are back for another episode of Japan According to Akio. We are here for episode number seven. It is number seven. The. Official episode seven.、Um, you'll probably see, or not see, you'll probably hear. I'm gonna release it on iTunes with just no editing, no, no anything.、Um, that I tried a few days ago, I tried to record episode seven when I was home alone. And what ended up happening was just when I'm about to, like, you know, I'm, I'm babbling, you know, I was limited for time, I'm babbling, rambling, you know how I do. And just when I'm about to like start the meat of the conversation, my wife and everyone comes back home. So, what happened was, I ended up, I had the house to myself. So, I was like, okay, you know, normally I record up here, but if you remember in a previous episode when I'm home alone, I like to, you know, I stay with my dog because if I'm upstairs, he can't come upstairs. He's a little small chihuahua, he gets all upset. I was like, cool, let me go downstairs, record with him. You know, the sofa, different, you know, change of atmosphere, maybe different seating, a little bit more comfortable. You know, I'm sitting on a stool right now, which is, you know, it, I could do better, right? So I sat up there, I was comfortable, everything. I was tight on time because I had to run to work. And I'm like, yo, I'm tight on time. I need to just go into it. And of course, I don't. I end up getting sidetracked talking about some other shit. And right when I'm like, literally, like, okay. Let's start the main topic. I hear my mother in law's car and my wife、uh, and you know, my son and my mother in law come back. If you listen to the audio, I don't know when I'm going to drop it, but if you listen to the audio, you can hear at the end, like my wife is like, Oh, you're doing it down here? You? you know, I mean, she wasn't upset. She was just kind of surprised to see me downstairs、um, doing that. So, that, you know,、um, I, 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 there are a few things you can listen out for. I'm not sure if I'll drop this before or that before or after、um, this episode. So if you heard it before, or you heard it after, 
or you didn't hear it at all, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, the video, please just go ahead to my iTunes and then you can get that exclusive content. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drop the video just because, I don't know, I figured something special for there. You know, I kind of came up with an idea of some exclusive content for YouTube, which I'll work on in the future and I'll let you know when I get that. For tonight, um, I got more liquid refreshment. I got some water, of course, and if you can see, da -da -da, I got a tall one this time. Um, don't know why, because <laughs> you know I haven't been drinking recently. Um, I've been trying to fight off a cold, but w whatever, we'll see. A premium malts from Suntory is what I got. Uh, I got a tall one this time, just because I kind of was like, let me just drink a tall one. Um, let me crack it open first. Ooh. I'm sure you can hear that on the audio and you can watch that and um, mm. You can tell like I'm a, I mean I'm a beer person, but um, I'm a, I'm an alcohol person I love to drink but just recently, you know, I think I told you I don't drink that much in the house So beer is kind of easy, you know one thing boom bang bang boom and then I'm done Premium malts, if you are curious about it is a, kind of one of the premium beer Japanese beers hence the name premium malt Hmm. For me, it's really like really hoppy. It has like that kind of hops kind of to it. Um, it's a bit. It leaves a bit of an aftertaste. Um, it's not my favorite beer, you know, in Japan. Uh, I do drink it. Like if I'm going out with people, it, it's filling. It's very a very filling beer. So um, I like my beer. It's kind of like lighter a little bit, but you know, lighter but heavier on taste. Or like a lager or something like that recently is what I'm into. This is kind of more like, I don't know, I don't know the correct word. I'm not the fucking beer connoisseur, but you know, um, this is, I mean, you know, it gets the job done in a pinch. I'll say that. Um, give it a try if you see it in the convenience store. Uh, it is one of the more expensive beers, but I say, yeah, it's, it's worth it in a pinch. Um, you know, Ichiban Shibori is my favorite. If I had to choose between those two, I'm going Ichiban Shibori all day, every day. But, um, you know, it's not bad. It's all right. So I just wanted to show you guys something different. So instead of grabbing my Old Faithful, I just grabbed one of those from the convenience store. Uh, and yeah, uh, you'll see me or, or hear me sipping on that as we go through. Hmm. So for this episode, because I didn't get into, um, let's, let's talk about you know what we're going to do tonight. Um, we're not going to um, officially focus on Instagram. I have no computer. I have nothing with me right now, um, even though my Instagram is at A-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N. Give me a shout out there. Uh, you Oh, uh, I don't know if I've told you. I, I can't remember if I announced it on my previous podcast, but my YouTube page is officially up. So you can see video of my like handsome face in my house clothes, pretty much. I got this sweatshirt on. I don't know. And, you know, you're probably going to end up seeing me wearing a lot of the same stuff because I'm half the time I'm in my house clothes and I only wear like a couple of T-shirts. So that's kind of why, to be honest with you, I kind of got a T-shirt from a previous episode on. And so I was like a little bit like, oh, damn, they're going to see me wearing these same T-shirts. But man, fuck it. I'm in my house clothes. Like I'm here in my house. So if I get hot, you know, you're going to see me take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Right. You're going to see me take it off a little bit, um, depending on what happens. But um, 
But tonight, anyway, let's 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 stay focused a little bit because um, I want to stay on track this time. What we have in store tonight is uh what the fuck do we have in store for <laughs> oh no um, what i'm gonna do is um yeah do the topics i intended for the previous episode that got um that didn't that i didn't get to so ba- essentially what i had was um i was gonna answer a question not from you know not from questions for akil at gmail.com where you can send me any question you want if you don't want to send me your um uh, email you can also drop me a dm on instagram Oh, did you forget my Instagram? It is at A-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N at Akil dot Watson. Just DM, DM me if you don't want to, um, you know, send me your uh, email address or anything like that. I got no problems with that. You know, again, I'm up. I, I was up to 240 followers on Instagram and I was feeling myself. And then I, I checked it the next day and I dropped down to 237. So I was like, God damn. I don't know how these mysterious followers are disappearing and reappearing, but fuck it, whatever, man. Like, it's not about the numbers. You know, it's really just about, um, uh, you know, providing some value. And, you know, I think um, that's the most important thing, right? Um, so the people who are rocking with me right now, I appreciate that. Family, I see some family. Shout out to y'all um, checking with me. And, uh, you know, people who aren't family who just found some of my content along the way. Thank you. I'm going to keep this ship rocking. So what, what I'm going to do um, is um, answer that previous question, uh, which wasn't necessarily from a person specifically, but it's a question that I answer quite a bit, which is about why I came to Japan. So I wanted to kind of give you guys that, um, you know, I, I answer it like a bunch of times at work and, but it's kind of gets, I give like the scaled down version of that. So, you know, we got no time limit here so I can give you the long version of that. And then we can also get into the ugly of Halloween in Japan. Again, these are two topics like they're right here. So I don't really need any, um, computer or anything like that. So without any further ado, Besides me drinking some more premium malts. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it, right? So, why, how I came to Japan, like the full story of how I came to Japan is quite, let me take off my socks, by the way. Uh, let me do that. Let's get real comfy. We're getting comfy now. We're going sock free. Ooh. All right. Um, anyway, um, how? Yeah. So how I came to Japan is one of those stories that you know is kind of is almost as freaky as like how I ended up meeting my wife, which we'll save for another day. But um, pretty much, you know, here's how the story goes. So you know, I went I went to the University of Delaware, fighting blue hens. You know, uh, class of two thousand four. And um, my second year, I was there for five years, just letting you know. My second year, um, I was there. I was, um, at the time, like, I was going through a lot of changes. You know, in college, you go through changes, and you're, like, trying to find, like, your way. For me, looking back on it, it's an interesting time, finding my way from childhood to you know becoming an adult basically taking responsibility for your life figuring out what you want to do with your life and your future and shit like that and that was a big like what the fuck am i doing kind of culture shock a lot of moments so um 
basically at that time I was uh reading some a couple of books. I was reading like a conspiracy theory book. Um, cuz I was, you know, I was into that shit at that time. Um and uh what happened was one of my friends' boyfriends at the time, we were cool. You know, we used to smoke together and chill and stuff like that. And uh, he, you know, had some funky books too. And so we were like, yo, let's trade books. So I gave him my conspiracy theory book. He gave me uh, a book called The Book of Five Rings. I still have it to this day. I haven't read it in like a long ass time, but I still got it. By Miyamoto Musashi. It's called The Book of Five Rings. The Japanese title is Golden No Show. So basically what it is, Miyamoto, if you don't know, Miyamoto Musashi was the greatest samurai uh, who ever lived like he was just like Floyd Mayweather of like samurai fighting you know he was just undefeated super dope swords man they make movies about him all the time like one time he had like a sword fight with um I think like 70 dudes or something like that 100 dudes or something like that he killed them all basically by his fucking self um they make movies about that battle and stuff like that like he was just that ill you know I mean, I can't even imagine, like, one dude with a fucking sword going against, like, a hundred motherfuckers, and he kills, like, everybody. Like, that's crazy, right? It's like some real-life Arnold Schwarzenegger movie type shit, except he has a sword, and he's wearing a fucking kimono, and he's, like, you know, in Japan. Like, and the shit really happened. So, anyway, um, I didn't know anything about this dude, but um, I got the book, and also at the time, I'm from D.C., so... Um, I think that summer before, you know, when I was in D.C., I was kind of um, going... No, 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 no. Yeah, I, every time... I, I forgot when the time frame, but a few times around that time, I was going to the Smithsonian just to kind of, like, expand my mind a bit, go to the art museum, because um, it's free, so I could just go there. I, I ain't had no money. Hmm. And so, you know, they had, like, a lot of Asian art there, the Japanese stuff as well. And, you know, I just go there, and I was feeling it. Read, I'm reading the samurai book, you know, Japan shit is floating in my head. And my friend, Jeff, one day, like, he was studying Japanese at the time. So, I'm, like, hooked on this fucking book. And, um... Jeff was like, yo, we were just, he, he, was, he was just in his room. It was just us. And I'm reading the book. He's studying. And he was like, we would just start talking about Japan and stuff. And he was like, yo, we should go to Japan. Yeah, we should go. And I was like, yeah, I forgot who brought it up. But I was just like, yo, that shit would be dope. We could just go with, you know, samurais and shit like that. And ninja stars and shit like that. You know, and, you know, just fucking around. And then I think we went to go smoke or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> and then, anyway, uh, we, you know, that idea, we kind of kept it up a little bit. But, you know, of course, that kind of idea faded in his mind. But, you know, it's kind of interesting how sometimes those ideas that get planted in your head, if you kind of give them those seeds, if you kind of water them and fertilize them, they, they begin to grow and develop into like a lot of unexpected shit, which is kind of what happened with me. Because, um, fat, you know, that idea, like, I kind of kept in my head. And even though him and I really didn't talk about it much after that day or after a few times after that, like, you know, just jokingly, you know how you do, like, oh, we're going to do this with your friends sometimes. And it just kind of, like, you know, fizzles out. That idea kind of stayed in my head. 
And I kind of kept telling myself, I'm going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just said, like, yo, I'm going to go. I'm going to study abroad in Japan. So, you know, I work over the summers, and, and for a few years, like, I saved money and shit like that. And uh, let me switch to some water. Um, I believe... Mm, I believe, like, after my second year... Um, you know, some shit happened. I mean, nothing serious, but just, I kind of realized, like, I had a little bit of trouble moving and things like that. And, you know, getting back and forth to DC was a real, a real pain. And I just kind of was like, didn't want to burden my folks. And so I was just like, you know, I was kind of at that time in my life where I was like, I don't need nobody, man. I'm going to do this shit on my own kind of, you know, age. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just going, um buy a car i had a little bit of money saved up for the trip uh you know a couple hundred dollars a g or something like that i forgot but you know i was like yo i'm going just buy a car so uh, um long story short you know uh one day oh fuck it's the full story so like i um one day I, I don't know what the fuck got into me but i was just like sick and tired of that shit and so I was like, fuck it, I'm getting another job. I already housed, at that time, I was taking like all my classes Tuesday and Thursday. I just switched to that. And um, just so I can, I don't know why, maybe I can bullshit, you know. And uh, so I had all my classes Tuesday and Thursday. And I worked like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I believe. So I had the weekend free. And um, I was like, one day I just got up early and I just walked to like every fucking you know i had a work study job but like i just went to every fucking store every restaurant all, all on campus like and just walk my way down the campus until i found like a place that would hire me on the spot you know i was like yo y'all hiring nah cool went to the next spot yo y'all hiring nah cool went to the next spot yo y'all hiring and i went to like i don't know maybe like 15 places i think you know and um I ended up at a car wash, actually, you know, like, like all the way past the end of my campus. Um, and I was like, yo, y'all hiring? And they were like, you want to work here? I was like, yeah, man. Like, you know, I just need some cash. So they were like, all right, cool. You work at Delaware. So I started, I started just working weekends there. It was the craziest fucking job ever. I mean, not really, not the craziest job, but it was just like <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Let me say that. So fast forward, uh, I'm telling tell, I'm telling you the full story, right? Fast forward, I get my car, um, you know, and and I get to move back and forth to DC. I'm happy and things like that. The idea of staying in Japan still stayed in my head. Like I want to go to Japan. 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 Stayed in my head. College passes. I get the senior year, my senior, my super senior year, because it's my fifth year. You know, I'm like finally graduating. So at this point, I still got my work study job. You know, I got my car, everything, and um, it's like about March at this point. You know, before I graduate, I think in, in May, and um, there was this professor. I worked basically. I worked at um, the uh, I want to say elementary school education library. I forgot the exact name of it, but it's basically a library with a whole bunch of kids' books and resources for everyone who's studying to be 
uh, elementary school teacher, which was fucking dope because it was like 90% like girls. <laughs> it was like 95% girls. I'm the only dude there. I worked the evenings, so I was like playing music, like chilling, you know. Um, I was just like, yo, what's up? You want some books? Okay, what's up? You know, um, sometimes, you know, I go to a party, like, oh, you're the dude from the library. I'm like, yeah, what's up? You know, it, it was it was a good gig, right? But, um, there was this professor. I forgot what she taught. Like, she would just come in sometimes and just, like, talk to me. You know? And, of course, like, me, I'm, I'm thinking I'm smooth. I had my cornrows at that time. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know. Try, you know, this professor, you know. Let me, let me just try and sprinkle a little game on the professor. You never know what could happen. And, you know, so I like talking. You know, we talk and stuff. And, and you you know how it goes, right? When, you, when you're that age, you know, I'm like 20, 21, thinking, you know, I, I can just do everything. You know, I'm thinking I'm like invincible, whatever. But, um, yeah, so I talk to her sometimes. She come in, we, hang, you know, not hang out, but just like talk, you know. And she probably like, Who's, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, be friendly. This 20-something-year-old dude, and, you know, he's like smiling at me all crazy. But, <laughs> but anyway, she changed my life. And you never know which, this is proof to show you never know where, you know, things from off your radar screen going to come in. Because um, the last time I met her, right, the last time she came in randomly, I was there by myself. And we started talking and she was like, yo, um, she just randomly asked me, like, we talking for a few minutes and she was like, oh, so you're about to graduate. I'm like, yeah. She was like, so what regrets do you have from college and your college life? And the only thing that popped into my head was I never went to Japan. I wanted to go, but I didn't go. And, you know, that's probably what I regret most, you know, that I didn't do here. And she was like, okay, well, what plans do you have after college? And I was like, shit, I didn't know. I was, I was happy to be getting through college. I still didn't believe I was going to graduate at that point, you know, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, I, yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, I had I had no plan at all. I was just like maybe gonna um, go to uh, what's gonna call it. I think I think I think at that time, right? I was thinking about what I'm gonna do after graduation. That's what it was. Around the time, I was also thinking about what I was gonna do after graduation. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go back uh, going a cruise i was like let me go on a cruise right i never been on a cruise like fuck it i was just like going on a cruise by myself save some money you know and celebrate and i you know I'm, i don't mind doing shit by myself um sometimes i prefer to and then that kind of transformed into maybe i'm gonna backpack right you know go just go backpack in europe like i ain't know what the, how the fuck to do it but i was like maybe i'll just do that shit other people do it like why can't i so, yeah, I think before that conversation, those kind of ideas had been swimming in my head a bit, like I wanted to do something. And But she asked me that question, and I said, like, I've never been to Japan. So I was like, okay, well, um, she was like, well, you can go there as a teacher. And I was like, what? What? And she was like, I was like, I ain't study education. I ain't do none of that shit. And she was like, well, yeah, well, you don't need to. Like, you can just go there as an English teacher. Um, a lot of people do it. And, you know, I know I had a friend who did it. And, you know, she told we talked for like about a few more minutes. And she was like, hey, check it out if you want to. And she was like, all right, I'll see you later and see you around. And um, that was it. And she was gone and she dipped. Let me make sure I'm recording. Um, okay, good. Um, and she dipped and she was gone. 
And I never saw her again. And that was the like, just telling her, her telling me that piece of information changed the course of my life. Because it, right as soon as she did that, as soon as she said, you know, around this, this is like 2004, like, you know, we don't got no smartphones. You know, we got them big bubble Mac computers with the colorful ones in, in you know, it, it was a different time. So like, um, as soon as she left, I'm, I'm so thankful I didn't procrastinate and I hopped right on the computer as soon as she walked out and I said goodbye and I just started searching, started, I don't even think it was Google, I think it was Google back then. I just started Googling like, you know, teaching English in Japan and I spent like the rest of my shift, I think, just like researching and reading message, you know, message boards at that time because there was no YouTube and you know, um, just reading about it and like reading all these people hating on it. And, you know, I was just like, okay. Um, and I was like, I went home and I remember the moment I decided. And then I jumped in the shower, you know, and in the shower, you know how you got like the moments, you know, sometimes in life where you just make like a decision. Like I kind of have a few of those sometimes where you just like, Looking back on it, it's the moment like that changes your life, but you don't really realize it at that moment. Like in that shower, like it's like the movie scene where the music's playing, and you know I'm like rubbing soap under my armpits or something like that, and I'm like I'm gonna go, you know, and like I kind of decided okay, okay, I'm gonna go to Japan, and you know I said I'm gonna go for a year, and um, I applied, you know, to English school, um, and I got in, you know, and you know, it's, yeah, so I, I graduated, you know, I gra around March, I forgot the exact month, I had that conversation with her. I applied in like April, got in, graduated in May, worked over the summer, and in October 7, 2004, I hopped on a fucking plane and, um, you know, and change, change, and now look at me. Hello, like, <laughs> I did not see it coming at all, you know, but. That's the full story of how I ended up here. And like I said, I think I told you on a previous podcast, it was the best decision I made. Coming here was the best decision I made and staying here was the best decision I made. It was the second best decision I made for me. I'm not saying like do that. I'm not, this isn't like a come to Japan PR push or any shit like that. I'm just telling you like, you know, like a lot of students I get ask, ask me so much why I came here and I give them like a two minute version of that story. But I think that's like the full detail, you know, then meeting my wife and things like that. That's a whole another like 20 minute blab fest by me. So I'm going to save that for another day. And that's enough for story time from Akil. Story time with Akil is now finished. And now we're going <laughs> to and now we're going to get into dumping on fucking Halloween with Akil. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Um, mm. No, just, no, no, I had a long day. I'm just bullshitting with you guys. Now we're going to get into, um, yeah, the th part three of this conversation related to an Instagram post that I did entitled The Ugly About Japan. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? This is part three, The Ugly. Um, th this really shouldn't take too long because it's not really a complicated issue. Just to review, you know, in part one, we talked a bit about, you know, why people enjoy it, the fun, the, you know, innocent kind of naughty kid with the cookie in the cookie jar kind of fun that a lot of people have in Shibuya. Part two, we talked really about some of the, the bad stuff that as far as like how manners and the kind of 
uh, co uh, what's the word mm, social morality if I would but Japanese people use the word morals a lot even though it's different than than um, what we have what we think of the word morals in English we think um, respect for the rules is kind of the way morals is kind of translated into English a bit but um, you know people's kind of respect for different things litter you know things especially litter is the big issue right um, was kind of the bad part which a lot of people don't like the ugly thing for me um and again i've talked to a lot of japanese several japanese people about this and it's something i observe as well i call it ugly because for me it's the ugly truth about halloween in japan that's why i call it the ugly and just to put it out there i mean halloween in japan is superficial as fuck man like there isn't really any from my perspective any deep enjoyment i mean there's enjoyment there's fun you know there isn't any deep like meaning to the actions that people do here i think christmas is different right christmas in japan is very different from christmas in america for example but there is some kind of meaning or feeling behind genuine feeling behind why people you know do what they do on christmas people I'm not gonna start on Christmas in Japan yet. Like, that's a whole nother thing. Like, we're gonna get to that in December. Just wait. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. Like, it's a lot to talk about. Um, but, but, um, I'm just talking as far as like, you know, there's some kind of oomph behind what people do. Halloween in Japan is just a reason for people to fucking wear cosplay. To be honest with you, like it's a big fucking cosplay party. Like uh, people, and I'm talking especially at nighttime. In the daytime, you know, some people are really trying to get into it, trying to make it a family kind of affair and some things for their kids, you know. But basically, like in the at nighttime, if you really watch and you know, if you really understand kind of how Japanese people, like a lot of people who are really into it, again, they're into it because everyone else is doing it because they can wear cosplay in public and because they can kind of take a whole bunch of pictures and hang out with their friends. That's about it, you know? And you might be thinking, well, that's what everyone else does in Halloween in, in, in the West too. But I mean, come on now, like you'll have like a hol you know, you'll do some Halloween shit because you want to either like genuinely have an experience with your kids you really want to hang out with your friends do something fun do something memorable you know have some people really get into it the, the halloween spirit some people hate it you know if you're one of the people who's like thinks it's, it's the fucking devil and everyone's burning in hell for celebrating the shit that's cool too but i'm just telling you like some people really get into it out of a genuine feel for like that holiday just the way some people really get into thanksgiving because they're like yes it's it's thanksgiving time i'm ready for some turkey time some people in the west i'm sure you know what i'm saying really get into halloween the same way in japan it's not really like that though right i haven't encountered anyone who who really has that genuine feel in that genuine spirit yet it's more been like yay we can do cosplay even though like people the majority of the people who go out for Halloween are not into cosplay, actually. And that's probably the only time they really do cosplay. It's just more of like, you know, a big costume party. It's not even cosplay party. It's like a costume party kind of thing, like a cosplay festival for people who don't really like cosplay, but just want to do something different to kind of break the monotony of their lives. You know, that's 
kind of my take on it, especially for the shit that goes on in Shibuya. You know, um, again, the majority of the people that go there and do that kind of shit, like they're not really going to a cosplay party any day, any other day of the year. They're not really going to hang out like that. They're not going to be as you know, kind of giggly. That's why they're so giggly and naughty. It's like, oh, we're doing something naughty kind of feeling. You know, the eye, the eye, I smell in the air. You know, when 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 I was there and when I see shit there. You know, that's kind of my take on it. Um, again, not trying to hate. Do your thing. I don't give a fuck because I'm not on the streets during that time. I'm I'm, take, I'm in my asses in the house. You know, but um, but that's just w- w- the feeling I get. Another ugly truth about it is. This whole Halloween thing, for my, it's, it's, it's become like a big kind of snowball, right? Because um, once it started to gain steam and companies and, and, and restaurants and people selling shit realize that they can somehow possibly increase their sales by it, the fucking everything is saturated with Halloween shit now. And it's not, you know... In America, the feeling when I, when Halloween rolls around, if there are decorations from a shop or things like that, it's like a genuine, again, from the kind of gut, like, okay, this is Halloween time, we're doing this for Halloween, but it's more like, it's Halloween, we can get some sales, quick, put up a fucking pumpkin, like, grab some shit and just throw it out there, you know, turn our punch green and say it's Halloween and hang a sign and, you know... People going to come in, maybe. Like, that's kind of what it is. That's why the shit starts so early, you know. And I've seen, especially in the past few years, you know, Japanese people, again, are really... It's a group mentality here, so people kind of really bandwagon jumpers. Once thing, once something hits that certain critical mass, it's like, boom, everyone's fucking doing it. And I think that year, remember I told you, like, I think it was like 2014, that year I was out, it was like a little bit of Halloween stuff going on, you know, outside of Shibuya, in Shibuya and stuff like that. The next year, Halloween shit all over the place. Like, it was like Halloween fucking had diarrhea fart all over tokyo like a diarrhea poop all over tokyo it was crazy like just how it was just sprinkled everywhere little little halloween poo poo pellets all over you know every fucking store and the reason why i call it poo poo pellets and not just like saturation is because it, again i'm smelling it's not like a full effort to like yo let's do some halloween stuff even like it's not even like the way entrenched the way christmas is you know i don't know it might change in the future i don't know but for me the the what i what what i sense is that it's just a gimmick you know it's just a gimmick to sell shit for like um, most businesses and they're just like yo if we don't do it we're gonna get left in the dust and so like everyone does it and it's just kind of like it for me it's kind of meaningless and i'm the kind of person like i don't really like you know i'm like if you're gonna do something just do it from the heart like do it because you want to not just because like you know your manager says hey halloween's big now put up some halloween decorations and sell some fucking pumpkin shaped chocolates and you know and hope these fucking kids will eat that shit up you know like like and not even like any promotions or anything like that it's it's a lot of shit is really half-assed here you know so um you know i don't get grumpy on halloween like i'm not like oh rolling my eyes and anything but it's just like really like kind of feeling because you know i'm i'm from america i know kind of what it feels like when you, you know, you know, you know, shopping malls go all out, right? Like sometimes like in, 
again, I, I really go back to, um, let me drink some of this. Just to wrap all this up, I really go back to what that student told me. Like, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but it comes from like Disneyland brainwashing a generation. And this is just a wild conspiracy theory, but it kind of makes sense, right? If you think about it, like, I don't know how long ago, but if it's been, it's had to be like over 10 years, maybe, maybe 15 years, you know, that Disney's, if you Google it, please, and, you know, comment, whatever, and tell me like what year it started, but you know, whenever Disney started doing that, it feels like this generation of like 20 something year olds grew up with that Disney Halloween, Disney Halloween, Disney Halloween coming every year. And it kind of rippled out. And now that they're getting older, they're like, hey, we can do some Halloween shit too. And, you know, when other businesses saw like the killing that, you know, Disneyland and Universal Studios Japan makes on Halloween because all the people want to do something, right? They just, so they flood there. Like, hey, we can get pieces of action too. We can too. We can too. And then it kind of starts to snowball and it starts to gain steam and people start to kind of buy into it. And then next thing you know, you have like like it is now, like the past few years where it's just like the shit's everywhere and like a bunch of the other people are like, oh, everyone's going down to Shibuya. I want to go too. I, you know, hey, let's go there and take some pictures. You know, kind of that's, you know, that type of shit. Like, so it's just not my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a little bit different kind of person than that. So, um yeah like group i kind of tend to go away from the group that's probably what it is i kind of tend to go away from the group uh quite a bit so um watching that real group think kind of shit really take form and move people is kind of like a little bit like you know for me but again hey it's their thing they can do it but that's kind of those three parts are, are my um take on uh halloween in japan and it might change in the future you know it really might um i'll keep you updated if it does if anything happens this year but you know again i'm gonna see like you know square ass like news reporters wearing like goofy halloween hats and waving a little small wands you know talking about like hey enjoy yourself you know like shit like that it's just kind of like what, you guys too Ooh. okay so I don't know. So that's my take on Halloween in Japan. I'd love to hear your comments about it. If you think I'm full of shit, if you think like I'm dead on, if you think, if you agree, whatever, whatever. You know, again, it's just my theory. Like, I'm not judging, you know. Um, it's just, it might sound like I'm judging, but again, like, my opinion versus someone who thinks Halloween is a shit here, one minus one is zero. So my opinion is no more important than anyone else's here i just want to clear the air on that you know i'm just giving you my take on it you know as a 35 year old married dude from america who you know has been over kind of who doesn't really get all amped up for halloween anyway so take that with a grain of salt so okay so that's that i'm gonna wrap things up here um be on the lookout again for my let me just give some final plugs be on the lookout for my youtube page japan according to akil on youtube where you can get these videos if you're listening on audio of course itunes um japan according to akil if you're listening on soundcloud or anywhere else on facebook uh japan Accord, uh, i think akil watson you can google that's my facebook page and as always my instagram which is at 
A-K-I-L dot W-A-T-S-O-N at Akil dot Watson. And of course, finally, last and most importantly, least, my, my Twitter account, my lowly, lowly Twitter account, which is um, at Akil underscore Watson underscore JP. I got four followers. Seriously. I checked it like today. It's, you know, I mean, I haven't posted anything there in like so goddamn long. Like, you know, I just don't know what to do with it yet. So I don't have the time. Let me not say that. Cancel, cancel. Let me not say that. I have the time. I just haven't invested the time enough to put into it. So. I don't know. Whatever. But let me get out of here. Um, probably going to try and record another episode. Just got to go check my family. Make sure everyone's cool with that. As always, thank you guys. Love you guys. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it so much. Even if it's only one of y'all, one is better than zero. And I'm out of here. Peace.